This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Download the 77 WABC app and coming up at 45 minutes past the hour. The Chronicles of Dominic Carter. So we have a lot to get to this morning. And, of course, we'll be taking your telephone calls at 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. New York candidate for governor Lee Zeldin was attacked on stage with a blade during a campaign stop, Zeldin, of course, is also a sitting U.S. Uh, congressman. He was giving a speech in the Rochester area just a few hours ago, upstate at the Veterans of Foreign Wars uh, post, when a man jumped on stage, stage and started yelling before he was wrestled with Zeldin and pulled out a blade. So a horrible situation up near Rochester where Lee Zeldin was attacked just a few hours ago. And you see the man tussling with him on stage, running up to uh, Zeldin. And it looks like Zeldin falls over based on the video into the crowd. And the man pulls a sharp object. But thank God uh, the, some of the people there were able to uh, place the man in custody, hold him down until police arrived. But a very serious situation up in Rochester, the Rochester area tonight, as it relates to one of the candidates for Governor Lee Zeldin. President Biden says everything will be okay after testing positive for COVID. You can't help but think, you can't help but think that in the Biden situation, Democrats will use this as a face-saving measure for Biden to not run for re-election. Hey, folks, guess you heard this morning I tested positive for COVID. But I've been double vaccinated, double boosted. Symptoms are mild. And, uh, and I really appreciate your inquiries and your concerns. But I'm doing well. I'm getting a lot of work done. I'm going to continue to get it done. And... Uh, and in the meantime, thanks for your concern, and keep the faith. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. The words of the President of the United States, perhaps it will, but I can't help but feel that this the, the beginning of a face-saving measure where Biden will skip the 2024 race uh, will be underway. Certainly, if it's not this, it's going to be uh, another reason for why he is not uh, the Democratic candidate. So New York keeps spending, and I see all your calls on Lee Zeldin. We'll get to them in just a second. New York keeps spending more and more on schools and getting less results. But this is something I like, something I like. Parents, education advocates, we're not happy with education cuts in New York City, and they did something about it. They did something about it. Oftentimes, you folks will call up here and say, we need to. Well, here's a scenario where 
the parents, the advocates, they did something about it. I am not saying throw more money at the problem of educating our children, but I am stating that the people lit a fire under the politicians to change their budget cuts, and that is exactly what happened. So now... Mayor Adams and the city council, they are in talks to restore $250 million to schools whose budgets were slashed. Just a week ago, Adams, just a week ago, was booed at a town hall meeting regarding the cuts. And so uh, that was about a week ago, and police officials, uh, plainclothes officers on the uh, mayor's detail, quickly escorted out protesters. Uh, But the point being that I'm not saying more money is the answer, but this is government at work. They didn't like it. That is the advocates and uh, the parents, and they have done something about it. So Mayor Adams is also calling the governors of Texas and Arizona cowards for sending migrants to D.C. No, Mr. Mayor, they are just giving you and other governors a taste of your own medicine. Mayor Adams Thursday called the Republican governors of Texas and Arizona cowards for busing asylum seeking migrants to Washington, D.C., and suggested they also um, lied about not sending migrants to New York City. Adams says, our country is home of the free land of the brave. We do not become cowards and send people away who are looking for help. This as Adams and Governor Hochul were together Thursday at the Javits Center touting New York for the 2024 Democratic National Convention. The city uh, formally launched its bid back in May, uh, proposing Madison Square Garden as the primary event site with the Javits Center available to host uh, different parts of the convention. And the proposal would allow all convention events to take place within a 20-minute walking distance of each other. Here is what Mayor Adams said as it relates to that. We like doing this. Uh, we, we like our product, uh, this place called New York City, and our opportunity to continue to show Uh, how the resiliency of this city and the invincibility of this city. And to be able to show the DNC reps on why this is one of the best places, if not the best place, to host uh, our convention. So I'm happy to be here with Jamie Harrison and his team. Uh, And trust me, many of them, they have done this before, so they know the right questions, they know what to look for and how to ensure that they're picking the best place that's representative of our entire country and our party, the party of fairness, the party of vitality, the party of the future. And so Adams wants the DNC here in 2024, but I do wonder, can city officials clean New York up enough to put on a good show as far as street crime and uh, quality of life concerns? So, Let's get right to your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's start with uh, Valerina, I I believe it's pronounced Valerina, she'll correct me in a second, in Florida on uh, the attack on Lee Zeldin just a few hours ago up near Rochester. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Thank you for all you do. You are classy and you are very patient. Thank you. My my name is Valeria. I'm a big supporter of yours. Okay, Valeria. And I just want to tell okay. you, thank yeah, that's okay. Um, I want to. I believe there's a direct correlation to aggressive and hostile talk 
with now actual physical violence. And I just, I just know that these people, like this man today, that's unhinged, when they hear people like Stanley call you up, call up Rita Cosby, and they hear the way Stanley talks to both you and Rita in a very demeaning, hostile, and aggressive tone, these unhinged men, like today at the Zeldin rally, take it one step further because they can't, they can't make the jump that it's just talk and that's as far as it's going to go. And this has been going on ever since President Trump was elected. Elected officials and their supporters, their base, they talk violently. They even try to push violence and they disregard violence when Antifa and BLM does it. And this is the society that we have now. And I just want you to be careful because you're classy and you're patient. And, and Stanley, I know you're listening. Tone it down, Stanley. You're a grown man. Learn how to disagree like a classy person like our Dominic. God oh, bless okay. you and your family, okay. Dominic. Well, well, listen, I just want you to, to hold on for one second. I want you to hold on for one second because Stanley is on the, on the line. But I do want to say to you before, I, I want you to hold for one second. I'm going to let uh, Stan and Forest Hills respond. But I, I do want to say to you that I take very seriously the responsibility that we have in talk radio and that I know that there are some unhinged uh, people um, that are out there. And um, I try my best um, to keep things calm and cool and so on. But but I am aware that there are some people that uh, may make the jump into violence. I want you to hold on for one second. And let's go to Stan in Forest Hills. Stan, you heard what she just had to say as it relates to you. What is your reaction? Well, I don't know who this woman is, but obviously she's never listened to this program. And for her to make a statement, she doesn't know me. I make comments. If, if that was the way it was, you would have hung up on me a long time ago. That's true. That's I, true. I, would have, I give you the utmost respect. We have we laugh on things. and so I don't need lessons in being courteous from you, lady. Okay, I don't need it. Okay, and for you to open your mouth and tell me that I, I'm indirectly responsible for that guy who attacked Lee Zeldin. I'm, I think I don't. I hope Mr. Zeldin's okay. Obviously, but obviously you're 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 unhinged yourself to think that I'm responsible for that. There are crazy people out there. I'm not one of them. Okay, you don't like what I have to say. You talk calmly and softly, but don't tell me I need to. Uh, speak a certain way for you. I'm not responsible for the maniacs out there. We could also say that the people on the right are responsible for the maniacs out there, but I'm not going to do that. Okay. okay. So, but I so want to talk about oh, the president. Oh, oh, okay, really. okay, wait, wait, wait. Just hold on one second. Let's okay. let her respond, and then you can have the final say. Go right ahead, please. Your reaction to what Stan just, how he responded to you? Stanley talks in a very aggressive and hostile manner. He doesn't threaten you with violence, but he is demeaning, he's hostile, and he's aggressive. He's hit what we call histrionic. It's, he just can't discuss his point in a level tone like a calm and rational adult. And he, he hits below the belt. And I'm, I'm going to give Stanley the last word because he's going to make my case for me and everybody else who's fed up with Stanley. God bless you, Dominic, and keep you safe. Well, I thank you for the call and for your support. So, Stan, before I move on to all the other callers, you have the final word right now. I want to ignore this woman because it's not worth a, a, a breath of, of spit to talk about her. I talk all the time. Most of the people are attacking me 90% of the time on this program. So, And if you've heard what many people say and have used foul language worse I don't use that, but you've heard it, and Dominic has eliminated them. So I really am not going to respond to you, lady. You're a waste of my time. The point I wanted to talk about was the president. And the comment you made, Dee, I found to be a little not that great. I thought it was terrible that uh, because he got the virus, 
he will not seek the presidency. I'm glad he's healthy. But that's not something. I mean, if, if that's the case, then Donald Trump, who also got the pro- virus, should not seek the presidency. Right, what he but, did. But, but, that, but that's not what I said, Stan. Well, you I, said it indirectly. No, no, indirectly. Sure. I said, it, I said it, you know, it's probably a face-saving measure, an early one. Let's face it, Stan, no matter how much you may love Biden. I don't love uh, him. Okay. I don't well, love well, him. He, he's, he's a president. He's, I, I, I he's got to go. He's got to go because I don't think the American people can survive too much more of this. Well, we'll see that if they survives the election and the, and the midterms and so forth. But uh, I, I think mean, even even Democrats sure. are saying it now, Stan. I've uh, heard it. No, I'm not. Hey, I'm not going to do that. Hey, absolutely. I've heard it from many things. But the alternative to me is more of a nightmare than what we have. OK, it, the alternative is a nightmare. Now, if some other Republican runs. I got to keep my mouth shut, obviously. But if he runs, it's a nightmare synopsis going to happen in this country so i'll let it go have a great night as always my friend thank you stan i look forward to chatting in the future jennifer up in boston on lee zeldin the attack on the candidate uh for governor uh just a few hours ago uh up near the rochester area man comes on stage attacks him if you haven't seen the video yet and apparently had a sharp object a knife a very very serious uh situation good morning to you jennifer Good morning, Dominic. Um, first of all, I want to wish you a, a peaceful, joyful weekend. Um, and I'll look forward to Audrey asking you, how was your weekend? Uh, <laughs> and, but if, if I could, a uh, couple of things. Um, first point on Lee Zeldin, it's going to be very interesting to see how the uh, press will cover what happened to Lee Zeldin, as opposed to we all know if this was a Democratic candidate, we all know the type of coverage it will get would get compared to what this will get. It's you know ahead of time. Hey, hey, so but Je- Jennifer, in in fairness to the media on this one particular issue, it's the lead story at the Post, and it's on the lead page and a, a breaking news story at the New York Times, and it has to be because the well, fact because of the matter is, Mister Zeldin could have lost his life tonight well, on that and, stage. And that'll be the New York press. I'm talking about press nationally like if that happened to governor newsom or something like that believe me dominic you and i both know if we're being intellectually honest um the, the way the press covers uh, one other thing if i could divert slowly but in a i mean just quick and then go back to your school what you were talking about with the schools uh, as all i can think of is the soft bigotry of low expectations uh that phrase rings so true um they just did a thing out in kalamazoo michigan where they have um, now made it, um, it's no longer a misdemeanor, it's just a civil infraction. You can defecate and urinate people, not animals, people, in front of the mall, wherever you want, in front of someone's store, on their doorstep. It's just a civil infraction. And they said the reason they're doing that is to be equitable, okay? And so the people don't walk around with a misdemeanor on their record. So that's all I'll say. This is what the Democrats are getting you people. Think long and think hard. Business owners, everyone was out there. The public didn't want it, but it's these people that were in charge. And it's the same thing with the school systems. They're taking away the uh, gifted schools. They want everyone to get in. Well, what the hell, pardon my language, don't they think that people of all races can get in? There's very smart people in every race. Why, why are we letting? Why are we letting these school systems, especially in Democratic-run inner cities, why are we letting the graduation rates be so low? Why are we letting kids that do graduate, they have no skill set. Look at they, – they have no passing of math, English. I mean, go look at it. Baltimore, New York, the statistics are horrifying. In New York, it's something like – I heard the statistic the other day, like something about 8% Asian absentee, over 60% for African-American. Why is that acceptable? And why don't we talk about it? And again, to me, we're doing nobody a favor, and it's it's a, it's an utter disgrace. It really is to me. And I just think it's sad because all the, our generation that's here living with it in our age, we're not. It's going to be way worse for those coming up. We're not doing anybody a favor, and we're certainly not doing the country a favor. So thank you for hearing me, as always. Well, thank you for the call, Jennifer. And you are correct in your um, assessment. Uh, calling it out for what it is. Um, Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77. It just saddens me. Uh, that's that's why I'm moving on. Because there's nothing 
positive that I can say because to people that are in the far left, they don't, frankly, they don't want to hear the truth. They are in denial and they think that they're right. And Jennifer mentioned in Kalamazoo, Michigan, that you can now defecate. And, you know, just like when someone called up here the other night defending the ex-con in the Jose Alba case. So how can I how can I be reasonable with a person like that when the video speaks for itself? Let's go to Marianne in Queens. Good morning, Marianne. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, uh, Dominic. Uh, well, I agree with Susan, okay? Uh, I don't like the way that Teddy Bear and Stan, who stand for nothing, are treating people on the radio. They they insult everyone, especially Rita. They should learn some manners and learn how to treat a woman. Look what he calls Susan, that woman. Uh, you mean you man, mean you mean he, Valerina? Yeah, but he he said that woman when he was referring when they when you put him on on the phone. This man doesn't know what is to respect someone, especially women. Let me tell you, I asked seven friends of mine, women, all of them, and listen to that guy. And you know what they say? That this, him and the other one, Teddy, are the worst bullies, chauvinist pigs in the world. We are, we are, you know what? We are at war with this kind of men, and we don't belong to the Me Too movement. But this guy has to learn how to treat people, especially women, because we are listening. This is what happened with the Democrat Party. They respect no one, and they are destroying this country and making people fighting against each other because that's the way that he talks. That's the way that they talk. Schumer, Biden, all of them, they are destroying this country, and they have to learn to respect. I am so angry at those guys. I wish that he learned what a Spanish woman had to say to this pair of jerks. They are good for nothing. Okay, well, Marianne, you're telling us exactly how you feel on that issue. Thank you for the call. I've got to take a break. When I come back, I'm going to go to Larry in Brooklyn. We're going to go to Long Island, Jefferson, New Jersey, uh, all parts of um, New Jersey. But first, I want to tell you folks, listen to Bernie and Sid in the morning. You know what time it is. The number one rated news talk radio morning show in New York City. Weekdays from 6 to 10. Here, Bernie and Sid talk about illegal immigrants filtering into New York City and burdening the city's Homeless shelters. It turns out our shelters in the city are overrun. And now, now, because it affects his city and he has no idea what he's doing, Eric Adams has come to the realization that illegal immigrants in your city is not a good thing and the federal government needs to help. Eric Adams, once again, too little, too late. (laughs) I like this. Absolutely too little, too late. And ignoring the fact, a few, as you point out, a way too late, ignoring what Rob Astorino and Miranda Devine were highlighting, which was that the, the Biden administration was busing them in the middle of the night up to Westchester County Airport. WABC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light city life. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back on this Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. You can reach me on Twitter at Dominic TV. The big story of the morning, actually a few, President Biden testing positive for COVID, but the more pressing issue locally up near the Rochester area, the Republican nominee for Governor Lee Zeldin on stage giving a speech, and he's 
attacked by a man literally on stage, and the man has a knife. The people, it looks like Zeldin uh, may have fell into the crowd uh, in the tussle with the man. Uh, thank God that he wasn't stabbed and and, uh, and he's okay, but um, a crazy world that we live in. Let's see here. I'm looking. I'm going right back to the telephone calls to Larry in Brooklyn. Just one second. But Stan, our friend Stan that um, listens to the program, just sent me an email. You can send me one too. Dominic Carter at WABC uh, com. I also just received one from a Walter Mormon. Walter doesn't want uh, repeat callers on um or, you know, once a week type call. But anyway, and thank you for the email, Walter. Stan, uh, uh, Sal says, I was about to say Stan. Sal says, um, hi, Dominic. While I hope that New York City does host the Democratic Convention, I fear that crime will rise dramatically as family members of convention goers enjoy the city sites, stores, and Broadway Thugs and gangbangers already have free run of the streets while elected officials stand in line to hug a thug. For criminals, a uh, large tourist crowd means a large target to loot and harm. So that's part of the email that uh, that Sal, our friend Sal, just sent to me. Let's go ahead and go to Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Yeah, Dominic, I, this, this, this is a very, very special show. You, ha- you heard from the vo- the, that first woman who characterized Stan accurately and says his 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 uh, you know his um, erraticness, his his, his dangerousness, and his the volatility in his voice leads to violence. This is brilliant, brilliant theorization. But it, she didn't go far enough, okay? But you heard from the other woman too. These are voices of decency who are able to articulate the truth because it's not coming from their minds; it's coming from who they are. Now, but they didn't take it further. And let me tell you what: what, what what's, you see, you are a sincere person, and you keep standing in check. But there are enablers of Stan, such as Rita, okay? Because Rita likes the sound of her own voice, okay? And she chogs up the show 90% of the time. And so when she gets a guy dramatic like Stan on, whoa, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's like hey, the greatest hey, thing Larry, since Larry, Larry, I'm going to let you and finish. Also, wait, 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 just hold on a second. I'm going to let you finish. But the comment you just made about Rita is not fair. Rita is one of the hardest working people ever in the news business. No one works harder than this lady does, okay? She is a journalist journalist. I'm considered the best. She is above me. So just please keep that in mind because Rita Rita is a very good person with a heart of gold. But please continue, Larry. All right, then there's another example, okay? And there's the boss who I'm sure you'll, you'll, you'll defend even more. What does he do? He talks for you. He's roasting Bill de Blasio, wants to put him on the ground for, for, for three years. And then what happens? He gives him a whole segment on the ferry uh, t- uh, two weeks ago. You see, the point of the matter is there are enablers. Well, of, wait, of these, well, Larry, 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 I'm going to let you I'm going to let you finish your point. You're, I believe you're referring to Mr. Katsimatidis. I believe one. This man does more in his single finger to help the city of New York and our country than 99 percent of the people do. Now, he doesn't go around bragging about it. I'm telling you because I know firsthand in terms of how he and his wife have assisted me. And so I just, not because he's the boss, not because he's a billionaire, I just take it personal when people attack him because it's easy to attack someone when you don't have all the facts. And so you just said that he gave de Blasio, I didn't hear the segment, you said he gave de Blasio Blasio airtime, but isn't that exactly what we're supposed to do? So even if you don't agree with someone, shouldn't you hear them out, Larry? Well, well, the ironic thing is, is that the district that he that he ran in wasn't even interested in hearing him out, and that's why he exited, right? And so, so John right. Castamatini, but, that, but that's the constituents. Was, that's the constituents. Right? That's the constituents that didn't want him. But we, in the business of journalism, in the business of communicating, we have uh, an obligation to hear people that we don't necessarily disagree, necessarily agree with. But Larry, I always enjoy taking your calls and you have a wonderful day. Amir, 
up in Boston. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. How you doing, sir? Originally, I'm from New York. I moved to Boston, but I loved you, New York News 1, with Curtis. It was amazing. Number one, I'm a big fan of Stan. Please, I beg of you, I don't think you would. Please don't cut him off. First of all, he's been very respectful to you. And as other people who rail on him, the man is very insightful, very intelligent. They don't understand. He's full of passion views, more passion views. And by the way, you made a remark about that left when it comes to city crimes, uh, uh, not, they're like another world, another strategy. I agree with you. But at the same time, you could say that with the right, too, when it comes to January 6th, how they believe that Trump did almost nothing wrong, which, like, in my opinion, he didn't do his duty that day, in my opinion. What do you have to say to that, sir? Well, I mean, I to be honest with you, I'm I'm tired of uh, January 6th. I'm, I'm really tired of hearing it. I believe that um, that the people should decide ultimately uh, what happens as it relates to President Trump or anyone else at the ballot box. Um, a, a lot of this, what we're hearing, is political. Um, you know, I'm aware of what happened at the uh, at the hearing Thursday night, but. But you know, been there, done that. I'm ready to um, to move on. But I do thank you for the uh, telephone call, and you know, so so you just made your comment about against Trump. Let's see what Gracie in New City, what she has to say. Good morning, Gracie. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Listen, what's on my mind is this: people who are against Trump. Uh, you know, I would like to know, but they don't give me specifics. What did he do during his uh, administration that they didn't like? Anything is, and then if you push him, it's tweets. And I, then I want to know examples of the tweets. I, I, if, you, if they could give me something specific, I would go along with it. All I knew, know was, well, he was president. We became energy independent. Look, I don't have to go through the litany because most of the people that listen to this show know the litany of argument. Now, the last guy from Boston previously from New York, said uh, January 6th. Now, it came out that Millie was asked, I think, to uh, was at a meeting, and uh, the President Trump said to him four times, or, or some one of them, four times, I think we should have 10,000 uh, um, um, National Guard people there or whatever, troops there. And, and, and the answer was, why didn't you do it? Uh, well, uh, he didn't uh, pass it on to Pelosi or whatever because it wasn't in writing. Now, did you hear that, Dominic? Do I have the story straight? Well, I, to be honest with you, Gracie, um, the point counterpoint, it's never going to end. So I have basically checked out um, no, no. On, okay. on, on, on the January 6th issue and – and but I do, Gracie. I you know I love you. I just have to move on because we I have a we, we we have we have a lot of calls here, and I'm trying to get to as many of them as possible. Ted in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I love you, Dominic, and I hope you run for a senator soon because <laughs> you deserve to be in the White House. Somebody with common sense. And it's sickening that none of them have common sense. Anyway, what the lady just said, President Trump, I'm going back three years ago, well, to the January 6th, she's right to a point. Trump asked for the National Guard and he was denied it. Pelosi actually said it in the newscast. We don't need the National Guard at the White House. She said it. You can go look it up. Right. But, but Ted, but but it's, it's, okay, but it's, it's going to be, it's going to be point counterpoint until we're 90 years old you know at some point we as a country we 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 have to move on and uh and ted that's that's where i am did you say don't hang up i didn't hear you ted or you said i'll hang up okay ted Ted. that's that that's the norm of today that the attack on zeldin right right lawlessness lawlessness is the rule of the world of the united states uh and then that guy who calls up and harasses you He's 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 uh he's taking sides with the guy who lost his life in the deli. I mean, really? In other words, so if I go mug him tomorrow, that guy, 
Well, I don't know. I'm just, I'm giving you, I'm just, I'm making an example. Whoever mugs him, is he going to be their friend after the, he, they steal his wallet? That's the, that's, that, that's the nonsense that these people, some of these people have in their head. He's wants you, that, the, the, the guy who went into, went into that deli, I mean, you can't do that. But no. unfortunately, it's happening all over the United States, this lawlessness. Right. It's a disgrace. And not only that, is anyone going to question? Here's an example of what's wrong with our country. The girl's welfare card did not work. So she couldn't buy stuff with the welfare. Is anyone going to go look at why is she, why is she on welfare? Is anybody going to look at that? That girl walked into that deli. Why was she? does she even have a welfare card? No one looks at that. These millions of people who are scamming the, the people of the United States because I don't have welfare. Okay? Anyway, so back to uh, the lawlessness that's going on <laughs> everywhere is a disgrace. Hey, and it's Ted, accepted. It's Ted, accepted. Ted, I, Ted I, I appreciate the call. You're speaking from the heart. But you are going to an area. It's my Friday night, Friday morning. And to be honest with you, I can't go there because in terms of why the woman's on welfare to begin with, I can't go there because if I do, these nuts will start. I'll receive emails all weekend. You know, they'll, they'll talk about my kids. They'll, you know, all this nonsense that goes into these nuts. And so the experts tell me don't even reference the nuts. So that's, that's all I'm going to say. But please don't get me started on why that mother has a sense of entitlement in that store when she's on welfare. You don't have to bow your head down like you're somebody's a slave. But how dare you? The card didn't go through and now it's everybody else's fault because your daughter, unfortunately, can't get the uh, potato chips. Please don't get me started. Please. It's Friday I've got another 18 minutes. I don't want to receive 20 emails, you know, um, of what uh, what goes what goes with that. Elena and Teaneck, good morning, Teaneck, New Jersey. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Dominic, yes, I love your show. I love Rita's show. I listen to WABC all day. I I love all the announcers. But I think we're losing a little bit of uh, public speaking etiquette. It's becoming very difficult. The passion has no etiquette. And some of these callers are frustrating, and it almost makes me want to turn the dial. So, Dominic, please. I don't want to do this, but Dominic, public speaking etiquette. We can all have a passion. We can all have a point of view. We can all speak. We can all use proper English. We can all use respect. And you of all people have patience of a golden calf. But some of these callers are difficult to listen to. And it almost sounds like a nightclub brawl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please. Well, I, I I hear you, Elena, and and I and I I will I will keep that in mind. Um, what I try to do is give everyone uh, their say. Um, I understand. That that that's what that's what I try to do. I thank you, Elena, for the call, and you have a uh, beautiful weekend. Dominic Carter here with you. Before I take a break, let's go to Joe in New Jersey. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? Yeah, so New Jersey started these, uh, uh, you know, corona food boxes again where uh, people that are poor and don't have cars obviously don't get them, and uh, only people that have cars can go to those remote locations and uh, pick up those, uh, you know, wonderful, you know, helpful carrots and uh, what else, uh, six bottles of milk and a carrot and, uh, yeah, and we've got a Supreme Court justice that has no idea what a woman is. We, we are doing great. This, this, this state and this country is really doing great. And uh, that's all I have to say. Thank you so much. Well, Joe, I, I, uh, I appreciate your call. Dominic Carter here with you folks coming up at the top of the hour. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. And when we come back, more of your telephone calls and the chronicles of Dominic Carter. Talk Radio 77.
Legends of the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The good and the bad. First, the positive. Hats off. Hats off to FDNY Marine Unit 4 rescuing that two-year-old pit bull mix that authorities say was thrown off a bridge and into the Harlem River. Officials say Marine 4 responded to a report of a dog in distress in the water, and they went into action. Members from Marine 4 were able to bring the dog on board the vessel and take him to shore where he could receive the necessary care. Bravo, and thank you, FDNY, for what you do each and every day. An attacker, now the bad, pulls a woman, 74, by her hair and throws her down on the street in broad daylight. So the woman is walking up the block without provocation. And this happened at Malcolm X Boulevard and West 127th Street in Harlem around 9.30 a.m. July 14th when the assailant approached her. The footage shows the suspect appearing to wait for the victim to pass before literally grabbing her hair and throwing her down. Two other people were standing on the sidewalk during the attack. Uh, on this unsuspecting senior, the woman sought medical attention on her own after the incident. The suspect, as hot as it's been, had a jacket with a hood pulled up uh, and, and over his head and fled and is still being sought by police. Let's go right back to your telephone calls. Eddie in Nassau, good morning. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning. Just two ironclad words to counter all of the racism, all the BS, and the Mied de Porgio that the Democrats have been shoveling out all of these years. Two words. Prove it, because they never can. Interesting. Eddie, I, I, uh, I thank you for the call. And, and, folks, I'm very proud of myself right now because I'm not focusing on the woman and the EBT card and the potato chips. I'm not taking the bait this morning. I'm not, you know, hey, you want welfare? Hey, you want to have some more kids? Hey, we got you. You you want to have five, six, seven, eight? We got you. Medicaid for life? Uh, what else you want? The Section 8 voucher? You, you want that too? Oh, the ex-con boyfriend, here he comes. Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying. Namaste, Dominic. Namaste. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Let's go to Linda on Long Island. Good morning, Linda. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. It's about time. I tried to call you yesterday to comment. You said Mr. Alba is scared to go out uh, because of what happened. And, of course, this is one of the worst um I can understand, anybody could understand that, how he feels, not just because of one person, but as you said, there were two, and one was, she was holding him down, as you said, and um, the co-criminal is still walking around. She could be out there getting another bum to go after this guy, and they don't go after, do anything about her. She committed a crime, and the guy and the other guy was killed while she she was committing a crime. Have, if a lawyer is is listening now, please call in and explain this. I mean, she is a criminal, and nobody is going after her at all. They're just letting her get away. You know, walk around free, looking for somebody else to go after this man. I would well, we would appreciate if you would call in, please, a lawyer, and just explain this. She's a criminal. Well, uh, Linda, the problem uh, with the scenario you laid out is that the people's lawyer, the district attorney, has to be willing to prosecute that type of case. She did commit a crime. She did hold Mr. Alba's arm down. She attempted to so he couldn't defend himself, and then she stabbed him three times. But, okay. you know, but they the district attorney, but the district attorney, Mr. Bragg, um, 
at, at least as of uh at least as of right now is not is not acting on that. I thank you for the uh, telephone call as always, Linda. Alyssa, Manhattan, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. It's great to talk to you as always. Thank you. Go ahead, please. I just wanted to weigh in on the comments about Stan. Um, I have already said in the past that he is a my way or the highway type of guy. And I found um, his comments about Texas last night very insensitive. I have no doubt that if Stan were having his space invaded, that he would yell the longest and the loudest. But because it isn't happening directly in his backyard, he doesn't have the compassion for it. I see that um, he does show some, you know, compassion to you, Audrey, because, you know, you you are supportive of him. But I really haven't seen him show compassion um, about anything that he calls in about. And the person who said that um, he was intelligent, well, I just wanted to say that intelligence without compassion can be a very, very dangerous thing. Fair enough, Alyssa. I I thank you for the call. Let's go to Ralph in New Jersey. Good morning, Ralph. What's on your mind? Uh, Thank you for taking my call, Dominic. Regarding the situation with Lee Sheldon, okay? Yes. The sad story state of affair in our country. We we cannot no longer agree to disagree, and we destroy each other if we disagree with somebody, okay? Because I, I understand from day one when I came to this country, we're not a monolithic country. Blacks, whites, or Asian, they're not monolithic group. They certainly are not. Not to mention the Hispanic. Tell me then, which group of people in this country is monolithic? Tell me. Which group? I can't think of any off the top of my head, I can't Ralph. Think of any I can think of any. So there you go. We need to love each other and disagree to agree. Mm-hmm. Or agree to disagree. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And one second, Frank Morano is going to join me. But let me go to Patrice, the uh, caller before mentioned an attorney. So Patrice is apparently an attorney. She's in Brooklyn. And then we're going to Frank Morano. Good morning, Patrice. Good morning, Dominic. Thanks for, for taking the call. Finally, uh, as such. No, I, I was I was in law school, but I never finished. Um, but uh, the point is, um, the district attorneys they have a lot of cases, and I remember something happened to me. Uh, someone had attacked me, and hey, I hey, went Patrice, to the district. I, 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 I just got to be quick because I don't have much time. So please, please go ahead. But it's got to be quick. No, well, that, well, have have a good night. Have a good okay. night. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Joining me now, Frank Morano. I I apologize, folks, but but I cannot. We have very limited time. I cannot listen to lifelong stories all morning long. Good morning to you, Frank. Uh, then have a good night, Dominic. I'm <laughs> out of here now. <laughs> Enough. You're, you're you're out of here too. I'm out of here. That's right. <laughs> I'm with Patrice. How are you? Happy Friday. Same to you. Same to you. Can you believe what happened to Lee Zeldin? Yeah, it's a, it's a real shame. I, I think it really uh, makes you appreciate the the difficulty th- that everybody goes through that chooses to get into public life, right? I mean, nobody forces you to run for office, and more often than not, whether you win or you lose, you get a lot of grief and sometimes a lot more than grief. So uh, I'm glad glad things didn't turn out to be worse. And uh, wishing the best of luck to him. Nobody that ever runs for office should ever be subjected to any sort of threat of physical violence. But I mean, but the crazy part, you're giving a speech. So you're preoccupied. You're trying to, you know, make sense. And a man just storms the stage. And I mean, it looked like like Lee Zeldin falls into the the front Mm -hmm. front or I'm not sure. And then they find a, uh, a knife on this man. Yeah, no, it's uh it's it's a very it's very strange and very very shocking. I mean, we've seen this before. Theodore Roosevelt was shot when he was giving a speech running for president in 1912 and then he finished the speech and I think to his credit Zeldin finished his speech after this incident he as did. well. So He did. So good for him. So it's Friday for you and I. That's right. What, what are you doing what, this weekend? Uh just trying to stay cool. Nice. Okay. Just trying. You have what? a swimming pool or no? Yes. Oh, you do. Okay. Well, that yes. helps, right? Um. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it does. Not a it trick does. question. No, 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 no. Yeah. Because see, it goes into especially I mean, knowing your predilection for nude bathing, <laughs> nude sunbathing. 
No, no, no. It's just that Jennifer from Boston brought up uh, the shame of low expectations. Mm. And so sitting poolside with my wife, Marilyn, this afternoon, I was asking her, and, and th- this is why when you just brought mm-hmm. this up, I was like, do I go here? Do I not? I was asking her why in particular some African-Americans on the far left mm-hmm. cannot see clear as day the things that I see. Right. That it's sad that they don't understand the low expectations. And and you can't always side with the thug. You know, you, you right. want to defend the thug, but, but you don't want to focus on education. And you rather attack the messenger than deal with the problem. No, no doubt about it. And uh, you get along very well with white people. I've seen the servant that brings you your Mai Tais uh, and your pina coladas poolside when you're lounging out there doing your nude sunbathing, and you get along very well with them. You're you, telling you, my business? Once in a while, you let them look you in the eye. Not often. <laughs> so what do you have coming up? All right, we've got an action-packed show. Uh, we, as we do each and every Friday morning, we're going to do Ask Frank Anything. Uh, so for the next hour, I will answer people's questions on any subject, uh, whatever it is, as wild and crazy as it is, I will answer it. We're going to do denunciations. And then uh, in the 3 o'clock hour, I'm going to be joined by a woman named Echo Bodine, who has some advice on how you and anybody listening can avoid, once you die, coming back as a ghost. You don't want to be a ghost, apparently. So Echo Bodine has some advice on how you can avoid becoming a ghost. So you got another great show coming up. One would hope. Well, we'll, we'll take it. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight coming up. You select the next call that we take together. All right. How about uh, how about Jordan in Edison, New Jersey? Good morning, Jordan. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Hello, guys. Uh, I'm thinking that the Democratic Party, if you're like over 55, you realize just if you had an average education in the United States, that the Democratic Party resembles the old Soviet Union. In the show trial that they're running on January 6th and the way they act, they have the media sort of like, remember Pravda, the old Russian media that was just one sided and it was all state run and it just backed the party. Guys, remember hearing about all that? I know Frank's a little younger, but I'm sure Frank's well read on all this stuff. Yeah, I'm not as young as I used to be. Uh, I think, um, you know, I, I think there are definitely elements within the Democratic Party that fit your description. No doubt about it. So I'm closing for the week this way. I'm so over the January 6th oh, com- commission. I was over it on January 7th. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, you want to keep it right there. I want you to do me a favor, all of you. Put the rhetoric aside. Have a lovely weekend. Stay cool, but keep it right there for the next couple of hours. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight is coming up right now. I will be back on Monday. Talk Radio 77 WABC.